1: hard times and sad times We'll come along too But the good times are worth it If we can just
2: see the hard times
1: Hello again, hello again oh, Almost tripped over such an easy greeting as hello again probably because still, still after all these years, I'm still thrilled to sit on the microphone here at 3CR on 8.55am and say good morning to you from left after breakfast. My name is Susanna, Susanna Duffy, in case I haven't told you before, and I'm joined, as always, by the co-host from CoHealth, the 3CR resident historian, his and her historian, our story and good
0: morning Glenn G'day Susanna, And of course good day to the listener Here we are A week and a bit Down the track From Radiothon time So thank you For the listeners Who pledged to support us At 3CR And if the money Hasn't arrived yet Please send it in to us Because we need to Repair our our rubber bands and our band-aids and the rest of the, and quiet equipment that keeps us on the air. And the chewing gum. Not to mention the chewing gum, so don't mention chewing gum. But listeners, please, A, thank you for your support and B, please get the money flowing in so we can keep ourselves going because 3CR is your only radio left.
1: And we are. We are your only radio left.
0: That's all there is to it. Hmm. Nothing more to say. Now, tomorrow, <laughs> a bit of a fiddly date, uh, July 1st is... It was called Victoria Day at one stage you know, in history. Well, yes, it was called Victoria Day. I can't Day. remember. When, when was it called that? Not even you were bored, not like myself. It was, we're talking last century, my dear. No, well, oh, we were both sorry, bored last well. century. Well, that's how fast years are flowing in, this, in our involvement at 3CR. In the century prior to the century, in we're the right, 19th. Yes.
1: And 3CR. Um, yes. So when did they stop it, I wonder?
0: Well, I'm not, maybe around World War One Magrand's. Oh, well, that's why I can't remember it. Oh, I can remember the war, uh, the Vietnam War, ah. <laughs> and the Gulf War. and yes, I can and...
1: and I can remember the Korean,
0: because um Victoria was part of New South Wales, of course tour. it was. And look, Victoria, we, the area we now call Victoria, has been occupied by people for twenty thousand plus years. For a long time. 40,000 plus. Well, other parts of Australia have occupied longer, it seems. It appears maybe Victoria was settled later. As people headed south from the, the northern parts of Australia, they might have reached Victoria, what we call Victoria I'm later. sorry,
1: of course, but just I had thought that Tas- well, Tasmanian... A, Tasmanian- in Tasmania, people had lived there for 40,000 well, years.
0: Well, I'm the same as you Unless they
1: I, just skipped Victoria on the way, they didn't uh, like
0: it. I'm debating this because the Mungo bones were around 50,000 years. Yes, they Mungo's are. And about 150K from the border. So I'm not clear how these figures are produced. Anyway, this is an article I'm citing for, as a reference. So I'll slow my stats down. Yeah. What's 30,000 years between friends? Right. Indeed. Anyway, Victoria's been occupied for a long time and... Um, we know well,
1: 20,000 years is a bloody long time, isn't it? Is, it's
0: a long time. And 50,000 even longer.
1: Yeah, but if you're thinking it's only 20,000. I was thinking, oh, only 20,000 years in Victoria. Well, a country a nation that I studied a lot when I was at school many years ago and even um, into my tertiary education because I studied English was um, that island called Britain. Oh, yes. Britannia. ten have And 20,000 years is <laughs> pushing it there. That's Ice Age.
0: Well, 1,000 years ago was the time of the Norman invasion, you know. And the time was in 2000s ago. I mean, they were just, <laughs> you had the Picts and the Scots and the others and all sort of ramming around. The last
1: verms, the the, verms, the last little ice yeah. uh, was just retreating 20,000 years ago. And that's when people started moving there. So many, and that's a bloody long time.
0: Anyway, twenty thousand years. The white, long. Sorry. The white people invaded Australia in 788, and they they set up uh, Port Jackson and Botany Bay. And 1798, a decade later, Bass and uh, Bass and Flinders went round the south coast. They went round to Port Phillip, which came from Port Phillip Bay, and we know the early attempted settlement of Victoria by the Europeans um, around Sorrento. Uh, Collins had a, a little group of convicts, eighteen hundred and three. In the 1820s, near Coronella, Wilson's Prom, there was a, a famous convict settlement. We have a Henty family sort of Portland in 1834, because our uh, northern Tasmania was being a bit crowded and they couldn't take the land. The land crowded. Well, <laughs> they're
1: going to get crowded.
0: It was incredible. The landowners, but those who stole the land are called the landowners, ah. and they took the land from themselves. and now these, these are my 250 million acres. Find your own million acres, and there wasn't a million spare acres in northern Tasmania. So the Henty sailed to Portland, and they became probably the first ongoing European settlement in Victoria. We had the penal attempts at Sorrento and Coral but failed. But then the Henty settled here. Batman came across a bit later. Batman, Batman, John Batman? It's not
1: Batman.
0: M-A-N, not M-E-N. Like a Batman came across, <laughs> yes. and he stole the land. He, he had this, this great treaty. We'll give you some trinkets and some racemataz and we'll take your land, you know, as you do. And I mean, it's he interesting, a crook. he was a crooked um, The governor of South Wales at the time, he oh, was it was before Gipps. I think Burke was the governor prior to Gipps. And and uh, the the documents appeared, I believe, a few years ago, and they disappeared again. But they um, said, no, it's... no, this treaty, you can't make a treaty. No, look, it's, it was dishonest, full stop. But it wasn't even legal in the eyes of British law, because um, yeah. Batman wasn't operating on behalf of the British Crown. He was a, a private party, you know? Yeah, he had it like a, well, it was a scam. It was a scam. What were they, called? they were called the, um, oh, the Port Phillip Association. Which didn't exist, but he just
1: said mm. it did, and he sold stuff that yeah. he didn't own or hadn't even seen. Yeah. Actually, So he sold shares in a non-existent Correct. company. Sounds like Alan Bond to me. Oh, he, he's lost
0: his memory, the poor Bondy. So maybe Batman lost well. As well, maybe, maybe Batman well, Batman died of syphilis, and syphilis affects your memory, doesn't it? Oh, hell, did he? Is that... he, he died of syphilis in, oh, I didn't know six that. six years after invasion. He died early in He was famous. He captured Matthew Brady, the Tasmanian Bush Ranger, in 1824. He was a bounty hunter in Tasmania, Batman. He was a bounty hunter. And he was a, quite a sordid character.
1: Well, what did you catch job. a Brady, the famous yeah, bush ranger. Yeah. Uh and what did you do when you were young, Dad? Oh, I was a bounty hunter.
0: Who killed men and I came to annihilation and I stole the land off the original owners and um anyway, so by the late eighteen thirties, we had the beginnings of what we called bear brass. Had a few different names, the early Melbourne. And the numbers swelled in Victoria. And um, in 1840, a group of people from Port Phillip met saying, "Um, well, it's it's time to go. We want our own government. We don't want to be part of Sydney because it's a long way away. This is our region. And uh, And They
1: wanted their own government as long as that government was them.
0: Pretty much so. Mm -hmm. But they needed the rural ascent or the ascent from the British, you know, mono. yeah, rural ascent. And the area that Port Phillip people wanted didn't just include what we now call Victoria. It included where my maternal family are from, the Riverina. Albury, Berrigan, Corridor, and Liquid. So, about, about 150k past Victoria, that whole area included as part of the Port Phillip region. And uh, there was a big public meeting held in 1840, about 600 people attended. This is 1840, this is like five years after the white invasion. And the numbers. Are it's the, a lot of people for that time, a lot of white people for that time. Well, the numbers were swelling. It was um in the first, what, first five or six years. Um, the population reached 40,000. Um, they're saying 1842 alone, 30,000 emigres to Australia...
1: Yeah, we're not talking convicts here, though, are
0: we? No, no, no. 30,000 emigres to Australia... We're talking 18... about
1: land grabbers. Yes,
0: and uh, they're serfs. Servants. Yes, and, and, and the 30,000 emigrants to Australia in 1842, 11,000 went to Port Phillip. And the numbers were coming here. It was um, it taken up in leaps and bounds. Well, they
1: needed the Riverina, obviously.
0: You had the biggest river in Australia flying through there. You had really good arid land, and um, there was petitions organised. And Governor Gipps, who would be replaced Governor Burke as New South Wales Governor, he visited Victoria, and um, a petition was sent to the Queen. And the man who took to man, Henry Gisborne, who went to England, and Gisborne died. And the petition just went into the ether. But that didn't stop the agitation of the Port Phillip settlers. They kept pushing. And Governor Gipps from Sydney was just um how would you describe him? A bit like Mr Mr Trumbull, a very um weak man. I mean Mr Trumbull was meant to leave for all Australians, that's not how he does it. And Gibbs meant to leave for all of those in Australia. He and Gibbs um he neglected Victoria. Stuff was needed. For example, there was money raised for Lighthouse needed for Port Phillip Bay. And the money was supposed to go on the lighthouse was used to buy a lighthouse in Sydney. And um, there was floods in Melbourne which caused damage and um yeah there was no support from the government base in New South Wales and um here yeah, people and poor fellow felt this Sydney central government of Mr. Gibbs or Governor Gibbs was neglecting the the people of Port Phillip and um well,
1: obviously it was but it for, but were those people even supposed to be there? Did the government set in Sydney and Port Jackson know yes. of the number of people there?
0: Yeah, they were aware the numbers were growing bigger. They were getting bigger and bigger. But even stuff like Melbourne had no sewerage and it was huge issues and Sydney had sewerage, Adelaide had sewage, and a lot of the British colonies around the world there was sewerage in place. Smelbourne Really didn't have proper sewage about the 90s. Regardless, it, it improved improve the 40s to the early 90s. There's an ongoing problem with Melbourne I'm, sewage. I'm drowning here, listener. Yeah. Well, my nose would turn up too, you know. And Governor Gibbs was felt to be out of touch with of Pop Philip, you know. The dams were poor, the walls were poor, the housing was poor. Even Latrobe was in a prefabricated cottage brought from London. Another petition was done in 1846. And uh, in 1845, been a, um, the New South Wales Legislative Council had voted on separation, but to 1901 they voted no separation for Port Phillip region. So in 1846, a bigger petition, and uh, there's around 40,000 signatories. But
1: well, that's about everyone living there, every one of the land grabbers.
0: Then? Every white person.
1: Yeah, the land grabbers. Yes,
0: and their children, yes. And, and uh, their serfs, yes. if
1: the serfs were able to scratch a mark on a petition.
0: mm, mm and correspondence went back and forth you know, Lord Stanley who was a bigwig in the British Commonwealth, British government back in the UK, Governor Gipps Latrobe and Lonsdale and Melbourne back and forth, back and forth and um, yeah, there were changes there was finally money being spent there new Yarra Bridge, the Yan Dam new road to Sandridge Botanic Gardens were finally happening but again, they still felt disenfranchised you're spending some money, yes, but even less than we need and um Another petition I said was sent, and on the 11th of November. Now, how's that for a date of interest? Yeah, a date of 11th of November.
1: 1850,
0: the Bark Lysander birthed it, at Melbourne, and Latrobe on the 15th of November made his famous speech saying, We are separating on the separation tree on Flagstaff Hill. Now, there's a separa- the separation tree is dead now, isn't it? It died a few years ago, it got, got poisoned. Oh yeah, I
1: think someone ring barked it or something. Made in 10 years. It was attack Look, if you can recall, listener, yes. what happened to that separation tree up there, um, in Flaxstep Gardens, please let us know. Give what? us a ring on 919. 919- What's that phone number? 94198377. 94198377. And tell us what happened. Um, yeah. cause I know something. When you said, pause that I remember yeah. seeing a photo in the paper some awful, horrible newspaper, bit with a ring bark. Now, couldn't they save the poor damn No. Someone didn't want it there. Oh, someone was just an absolute bloody moron. Yep. A vandal just wanted, ah, oh, let's go and kill a tree. So
0: anyway, November 11, 1850, the boat arrived. Four days later, a tribe Motor speech to the colony of Port Phillip. Well, the area of Port Phillip, which was part of New South Wales, was now the colony of Victoria. And they parted apparently, from November 1880, July 1st, 1851.
1: Jesus, that's a party. There was
0: marching soldiers, there was a band, there was liquor, cordial, cakes. It went on for months and months, bonfires. Six months of it. Seven months, uh, months of it. And anyway, on the 1st of September, so 1st July, 1851, at the Melbourne Courthouse, the proclamation was read. There was fervent speeches held and toasts. There were balls in Patrick's Hall, but town hall and bonfires were sent as far away as Mount Macedon. And Victoria took off in leaps and bounds after this. They, um, we had the gold, which I'll come back to in a minute. We had the Palmer Building, I reckon, 1855, which opened 1856. Courts, public services opened. And Victoria challenged New South Wales in good time. But July 1st was the day that Victoria separated from New South Wales. And uh, the Port Phillip region of New South Wales became what we now call Victoria.
1: And would you say it, it, had, it had a courthouse? Coming, they
0: uh, would built the a courthouse, house. public service buildings. But um, look, but uh, where was the sewage? Did they put in the sewage? Well, there was improvements made, but I'm not an expert. But it was called Smelbourne until the Board of Works was set in the 1890s. There was improvements. Melbourne
1: Metropolitan uh, Board of yeah,
0: Works. which has been uh, corporatized and is no longer what it was. But again, Melbourne took off in leaps and bounds. And um, So July 1st. 166 years tomorrow was when bes- what we know as Victoria finally became b- its entity. Became,
1: became Victoria. Mm. And I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. I, I am a Victorian. I am listener. And perhaps I speak out of... Um, turn? No, not out of turn, <laughs> but out of... Uh, but out of loyalty. I suppose yeah. loyalty is some kind of feeling for the state in which I was born. I am an Australian and I know my ancestry. I'm an Australian of... Irish background with a great liberal dose of Scots in there, Uh, but I'm an Australian and I'm a Victorian. And I'm rather proud of the people that Victoria turned out, that we turned out some fab law in the legal system, Victoria was ahead of everyone else. We had the charters come here. We, we had...
0: led us in terms of democratic reforms. Victoria has always been the leader. We got the ball rolling. Don't forget we had, the, we had Eureka, but there also the, the, the rallies in Castle, Maine and Bendigo preceding Eureka. We had the land conventions. We had the eight-hour day. Victoria got the ball rolling. And it's interesting, as well as okay, July 1st was today, um, an article here by Catherine Andrews who's um, Catherine's the ambassador of the Rural Historical Society of Victoria. She's a historian herself, and she's married to the Premier, Daniel Andrews. She said, um, we actually found gold just prior, and we held a date back. We uh-huh. wondered, we, well, we, it all occurred around the same time. What Fair enough. First- and um,
1: This is PR at work
0: yeah, in the 19th century. Because uh, we weren't happy if New South Wales government said, we've oh, got gold, and let's not publish let's Yeah, let's don't just tell, not them. tell them. Don't tell it. them. <laughs> and um, well, the gold rush was, Victoria produced more than a third of the world's gold. Well, one-third of the gold on this planet was found in Victoria in that period of time.
1: Seriously, one-third of the gold in the world?
0: One-third of the world's gold was found was between... Found in Victoria. I mean, like, the golden triangle between Bendigo and Ballarat, but also the gold fields around Omeo, and the gold fields around Beechworth, Chiltern. There's a few pockets of gold. And I bet you there's still th- gold there. Oh, there is gold. There's, you will find gold if you spend enough time obviously. Working well on the sluicing processes. But one third of the world's gold was found in Victoria. In two years, our population grew from 77,000 to 540,000. We from grew. From
1: 77,000 to 540,000. And they still didn't have yep,
0: sewage. That's right. And oh, Victor- well. Victoria, you know, and as I said, Victoria led its trail. Like we discussed the goldfields, the Chartists on the goldfields, the Irish, the French, the Germans, the Americans, the Italians, and people like. um. He was a, But
1: I'm have sure. a look at the names of the people in the legal system in Victoria. Look at their surnames. Look at their family names. Like Redmond Barry? Well, yes, Redmond Barry is one. Look, he was, a,
0: he was one of those paradoxes. He did some great things. He was a horrible man too. He was an incredibly intelligent man, but also had a, a nasty side. And again, one we always divides into two. But Victoria, the land convention, unlocking the land, you know. Eight-hour day. We led Australia. We did. And and Victoria,
1: What a pity the rest of Australia couldn't keep up. And what a pity we've slipped back to the same level as the rest of Australia. And I I apologise to everyone else who's not Victorian, but
0: it's true. I still think Victoria is probably the best place to live in Australia. um, Look, it ain't perfect. (laughs) Nothing's perfect. But gee whiz, compared to some of those as areas like, you know, out Western Australia and these places. Oh. The attitude's over there. are good. don't come from the I
1: West? I mean, they reckon
0: they, reckon they carry the rest of Australia. We was manufacturing for 100-plus users who made all their cars not in western cars and their trucks and their boats and their planes over here in New South Wales and South Australia. And I'm not into parochialism on my states, but in your state, That's, that stuff's a razzmatazz. But let's be honest. Victoria's history, in terms of Australia's development as a democracy, Victoria's been probably the key state to drive Australia forward as a democratic nation.
1: And it, it, Victoria, it's Victoria's. Yes, I think of that Victorians. Yeah. That's you. That's us. That's
0: us. Three cell listeners, you are Victorians, and three is part of Victoria's culture. And all
1: those people who migrated, who fled. From um, Queensland during the Jarrow years. Well, oh, don't you worry about that, you social stem cells. Mm. All those people, they are now Victorians.
0: Robbie Lestraga, hello, Robbie, at Mr. Land.
1: All those people who, yes, they were refugees from Jarrow, they all became Victorians, and we, they're the type of people that
0: we want. We still get the most migrants in state in both yes. external migrants outside of Australia, and internal migrants.
1: That's what's t- one of the things that makes us so great.
0: We have grown, I think it's... Gosh, great, we're
1: partisan here, we've grown, we? have
0: grown... Well, that, that's bad. it's a reality. We've grown 20% in the last 10 years, Victoria. You know, and again, I, 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 I'm, I'm waxing lyrical, but, um, well, the Museum of Australian Democracy is a yeah. eureka. Why isn't it, you know... Um, wasn't it Bundaberg or you know, because, Carnarvon? Because
1: Australian democracy came from around Eureka. That's where it is. possible. Right. And I'll tell you what, listen, right. so this is something you can do. What about the school holidays? You've got your kids or, or, or your grandkids on your hand on the, the, these school holidays about to burst upon you like a flood. Take them up to the Museum of Australian G- Democracy. It's a really... Don't tell them you're taking them to a history lesson.
0: I mean, Tell not them just, you're
1: taking them for fun.
0: I mean, it's the eight-hour day which started here in Melbourne. Yeah. But also, I mean, Victoria was the first place in the world in 1872 to pass legislation for free secular education. Victoria yeah. led the world. Now, Victorian Legislative Council was a high-bound and body most of its time. But the Victorian Legislative Council in on 1856 was the first place in the world to bring out a secret ballot for voting. So we'll leave the world in a secret ballot for voting. Free education, eight hour day. Victoria's been a leader in democratic secret reforms. Secret ballot. Yeah. You can right. go. So I'm not watching. Okay, you vote this way. You go, no, you're in the box. You do your little tick in the box. Oh, I can't see how you're voting. It, we, we first The Legislative Council was the first yeah, place things, in the world to set that up. And we don't learn these things. Yeah, the
1: things which seem so obvious, and why wouldn't we have them? I mean, why wouldn't you have a secret ballot when you're voting? But it's only a new thing, and it came from Victoria. Yeah.
0: I mean, the Legislative Council, I've just written an article about it, and it, it, it was a very reactionary organisation. Because until 1950, not every Victorian could vote for the Legislative Council. Yeah, it was set eighteen fifty-one. It took ninety-nine years before all Victorians aged over nineteen could vote.
1: What was it before where they could? They couldn't vote because they didn't own land. Correct. Or, or land and money. Was their gender?
0: That was part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And look, and again, Victoria. I need to find, I've written an article. Up, I've got it with me right now. I, remember, re- we, I might bring it after we have a break.
1: There was a thing once we couldn't once vote for local government authorities like the local council yeah, right. unless you owned land. All those people who rented all through Fitzroy right. and Collingwood and Carlton suddenly
0: were all unleashed one day to vote. But don't forget, in the city of Melbourne, you own a business. You still have two votes.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: And again, yeah. one of the one of the things that was reformed in Victoria, which the Legislative Council opposed tooth and nail, was, um, how do you word it, plural voting. Because for a long time, the, there was a structure in Victoria, if you own land, you can have two votes. That's so of land. And the Legislative Council refused to pass these laws to abolish it. Uh, they, blocks apply well, twice. They,
1: well, of course, they all own land and they wanted right. the, the, the two votes. The Legislative Council
0: brought down the very government and then 78 by blocking supply, and the government of John Cain senior nine forty-eight forty-nine. 1948, 49. Yeah. The Legislative Council was a bunch of reactionary old high ground squatters, but their first few years in Victoria... Squatters, thank you. After, That's the their word I was looking for. The first five or six years of existence, they, passed, they built Victoria's Parliament house, they passed the laws of the Victorian Constitution, and they brought in laws for secret ballots. And it took almost 90 years to properly reform the Legislative Council, so all Victorians I rather can vote. It was a slow process, but we got to be in 1950.
1: Well, well done, Victoria. Well done, Victorians. Mm. And well done to me. My family was involved in Victoria, as was yours. And yes. Though um, I don't like to say my connection to the Legislative Council. But you know,
0: we've I've been, I've been but, in it
1: before. But we've been, we've been in well, membership of. But my family's been in Victoria for a long time. Did you? Um, in fact, before it was
0: Victoria. Same here. Yeah. Well, well, my family were in the Port Phillip region, and they were in the Verena, which became, which was almost part of Victoria. Which didn't in the end. And uh, I do think about Melaine Turner. He's um, he talks about what he calls the Barassi line. When football's played to a certain point, and after that point, becomes rugby. The Brassi line cuts across near Aubrey, <gasps> the Tamora, line, the Miranda, and the Lequin. And that's the Riverina, which was going to be part of Victoria, which wasn't in the end, but culturally, and you'd go to Riverina, you go to Cora, Berrigan, or Aubrey, and you'd you drink Victorian beer, <laughs> you watch a footy, not the rugby. Yeah, have you're papers, in papers, not Sydney papers, a, it's a strange dichotomy around that part of the world. It's interesting. The Marassi
1: line, I like that I haven't heard of that before. Well, I, you know, but it's where the line is drawn, like, one side kicking the balls, football yeah. on On the other side kicking the ball. It's rugby. Do they kick the ball in rugby? Yeah, they Yes, know, so of course they yeah, do. They field
0: goals. Um, yeah. But Ian Turner the phrase of a Marassi line. And she was, Ian Turner's been dead And it's time. rugby
1: league, not rugby union. Rugby unions oh. from the...
0: The wealthy private but, school yeah, boys. Yeah, the, the private school boys. And we know the big split occurred in the first decade of the 20th century in both Australia and England. But because um, uh, rugby was an amateurs game and workers couldn't play. Because if your worker plug got injured, he couldn't go to work on the following week. And uh, there was no workers' comp in those days. So the workers wanted to be paid to be professionals. And uh, the, uh, the TOF said no. And uh, yes. So rugby league and rugby in split about 110 years ago. And that's all part of our history, anyway. But tomorrow is Victoria Day, listener. I don't know if I actually celebrate it, but it's interesting because um, yes yeah, so says everything has a story, everything has a history, and part of our history is on the uh, left of the breakfast show, brought to you by Suzanne Duffy. And you want to hear about history? Is that my you're, name
1: you just Suzanne said, Suzanne Duffy? You in one syllable, um, Suzanne
0: Duffy? Well. As, <laughs> No, I'm, I'm no, trying to make sure it's all covered.
1: It's five. I have five syllables. Six so okay, Su- five.
0: Susanna Duffy's left after breakfast. Have my little segment on history, and if you want to hear Susanna Duffy's left after breakfast with myself and the bagman and Susanna, you can support us by pledging and paying at 3CR. Yes, we know you've pledged, but have you paid? So please don't forget to pay up your money to keep 3CR your only radio left out of breath now.
1: Yes. Well, it's unusual seeing you out of breath there. <laughs> it really is sometimes.
0: Anyway, I am. So that's me for the day. I will depart very soon, my dear. Yes. Because so I'm sure you've got other people to come and do this. Well, I'm thraw- expecting the
1: bag man. I'm hoping the bagman will be here. But, you see, I, I never really – it's never really a sure thing. I never put a bet on anything because I don't know – um, look, I'm never sure whether the sun is going to come up in the morning. In fact, I always go out. So far. In, I always go out in the morning and check to see if the sun has come up. It has another day. You know, I love the way the world rotates. It really makes my day.
0: It makes it go round around. Yeah, I'm going around and around, listeners. So you missed my joke. Uh, uh, enough of my babble. I'm babbling. So, do t- listeners. I'll try it on the
1: bagman when he comes in. He's sure to get it. And I do expect Irene Bolger, of course, unless she is once again representing some poor bugger in court who's been fortunate enough to have Irene as the barrister. And I mean, you know, good on you for the work that you do, Irene. Mm, yes. Good on all those people who do pro
0: bono work. Anyway, listeners, we're listening to Suzanne and Duffy's Left After Breakfast on 3CR, at on five hundred AM dial, and I've got to go to be a wage slave, so what more can I say before I go, then, chocular choc-ula
2: blues reggae jazz opera roots curry or world music you're into 3cr's music menu is serving it up to you
1: you're with music sans frontier music from around australia and around the world good afternoon everybody and welcome to another edition of great voices you are listening to hit sister hop on 3cr 855 am music matters on 3cr 12
2: noon every friday Keep these diverse tunes on the air by subscribing to 3CR. Call 9419 8377.
1: The newspaper shout, a new style
2: is growing. Hello, this is Archie
3: Roach, and you're listening to Good Music on
2: 855 AM on 3CR. A new illustrated book by Alina and Bruce MacDonald stars our beloved comrade Bill Della as the protagonist in a journey that stems from Ballarat to Humpty Doo and features all the lefty issues that were dear to Bill's big heart. 3CR has a few precious copies of this beautiful book for sale for $20 plus
0: $5 postage. All proceeds will go to the Solidarity Breakfast Program's Radiothon fund. You can buy it online at the 3CR shop. Go to the 3CR website. 3cr.org.au or pick up your copy at the station. Power, now the the past
2: work as Prime Minister of Australia, I am sorry. On behalf
0: of We're coming live to you from the sorry. Aboriginal Ten Embassy, Embassy in Canberra have as have part of sorry. the Sorry Day Convergence. Sorry. And here comes no, Gila, how are you
2: going, Gilla? How's it going, Gap? How's it going, uh, all you listeners down Melbourne and You're missing a great time up here and uh, a great day.
0: Now you fail to imagine What if it happened to you? Now subscribe to your award-winning independent community radio station, bringing you coverage of community
1: issues and events. We need your support. Call nine four one nine eight three double seven 8377
2: and subscribe today. We can't face the future now
0: I feel hopeful, I feel grateful, I feel sorry.
2: As an Aboriginal person, let me shake your hand. Thanks very much for being here today. Thank you very much. No worries. For progressive people around the world, it's been a hard start to the year. Trump is rolling out his racist agenda, inspiring increased racial, religious and gender-based hatred across the globe. It really is time to rally together to fight for a better world. There is power in numbers, and there is power in independent, community-run media. Join
1: the swelling number of people fighting back by becoming a member of your radical activist radio station. Yes, indeed. And you did have a number of community messages there about the glorious 3CR. That's because we were attempting to get a chair for Irene. This is why we ask for your donations and your pledges. If you made the pledge, please pay. I mean, I don't expect Irene, a lady of... um, Advancing years <laughs> as I am as but a lady any anyone really any anyone over the age of twenty five to be standing up and me trying to adjust microphones to that. But good morning, Irene.
3: Good morning everybody and good morning, Ms. Susanna, and good morning, Bagman. Good Good morning,
1: morning. Bagman. You came in second, and that's because you already had a seat. You made sure you had a seat, but then again, you've only got one leg. Well, Well.
3: listeners, I suspect they took my chair away because I wasn't here last week. So I'm thinking that that's
2: what happens in this radio (laughs) station. You fail to turn up, you fail (laughs) to have a program the next week. But I'm very happy. Be sitting on the banana box uh, that you've uh, supplied for me, <laughs> even though I only have one leg.
1: But that—that that leg's uh, your brother's, isn't it? That's right. The same and, as your teeth. The,
2: the teeth are mum's. Oh, hey, sorry, I, I got mum's teeth um, after after she passed away. Unfortunately, I got to uh, uh, wear her teeth.
3: As a child, I used to be fascinated by uh, when I lived with my grandmother, which I did for, for a while. I um, we used to have an. Uh, a uh, couple of the boys, because she had about 13 children, so a couple of the boys what? used to be out in the back.
1: They did that in those <laughs> days. They didn't yeah. have access to any sort uh, of birth no, yeah, mm, no. and No. Uh, and out the back,
3: in the back part of the house, uh, there used to be an old bloke called Denny who was uh, fed in the family. Denny. 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 Didn't, he didn't, he ever, the didn't home? He, no, I don't know. He's, this is in South Australia. Oh, benny Doesn't benny. matter. It's and uh, he used to take his teeth out and put them in a glass of water.
2: Phew, <laughs> oh, he had me worried there for a minute.
3: <laughs> I was fascinated. <sighs> Poor I loved old going benny. in there and looking at his yeah. teeth. I couldn't work out how <laughs> his teeth got into a it's glass of water. I've been it is, fascinated it? ever since. My, <laughs> false teeth.
1: My own grandmother was one of a family of 13. Really? And, it, and it, it, 11 of them, actually... Grew up and reached childhood and died at an age well into their nineties or very early one hundreds, and that which, which was a record for the time, because children didn't yeah. no, live well, they well, because they didn't, didn't have vaccinations. No,
3: well, no, and, they, and there was polio in the fifties where I uh, over oh there. well, I'm talking about the yeah. start of the Well, the forties. I was born in
1: the forties. Um, yeah, I was born in the forties, and they were
3: all born before that. So you know, but they all lived and uh, amazingly. Um but they lived in a, a lovely like Gula in South Australia. If any of you have ever been there, or if you're going to South Australia, go to Gulwa, it's at the mouth of the Murray.
1: How's it spelled? G
3: W O L W A.
1: Gulwa Gula. Gulwa.
2: Not Gua.
3: Gulwa.
1: I remember
2: my brother saying to me who's a bit older, that he attended my birth. Um Oh the poor thing. Well well, he's still getting over it. There's this pointy and, head going. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said that uh, mum said, What will we call it? And uh, Dad said quits.
1: um, Fair enough, too. Okay, quits. Now, what have you got to say this morning for He's got a list. Look, if
2: there's two things that I hate more than anything else in the world. Look out. One is a tagger. Now, at the end of this street here, Smith Street, (laughs) Mm. used to be a lovely mural about Mm. working-class women, and it was a fantastic um, uh, display of... uh, Acclaimed mural, internationally acclaimed. And and until a bloke called Shane Newman, uh, who goes by the tag of Nost. Um, He's a jealous little prick. Um, He's serving time in jail. Now, I never like to see anybody serve time in jail um, because I think it's every prisoner's right to try and escape Uh, but uh, this little rat um, has gone over and and destroyed a lot of no it's not graffiti uh, it was a mural and was a, an icon yep, he in Collingwood. Uh, so he tagged
3: it. It's huge. His name, like Nost, how, huge on How
2: it. no one's seen him doing Do, it, I don't know. know. But anyway, he's <laughs> got another month to serve in jail. Yeah. Uh, well, he's because,
3: 35 too. He should be old no to kid. know better. He's, he's not no even kid. a kid. But he, he's you know? a
2: jealous little yeah. turd um, because he didn't like to see other people putting up their, um, um, their mirrors and their... their uh, graffiti. Anyway, that's one of the things that I hate. The second thing that oh, I hate. I know what
3: the next one's going to. No, be. you don't know. Oh, I don't.
2: Yeah, I bet you don't. Ooh. There's people when you're sitting on the sitting in an aeroplane, and you're just about to snooze because yeah. you want a bit of a rest, and someone in front of you yeah, it puts <laughs> some violently thrusts their seat back into <laughs> your guts, um, and the table that was in, yeah, sitting in front of you almost takes out you short and curly, and your and your crackers at the same time. Well, there's one cure for that thing. As soon as they do it, you stand up and you violently push the seat back, back in their direction, oh. and they won't. You won't get a peep out of them. Really? For the next. You didn't have a ten, fight. twelve hours. It wasn't a fight. No, 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 no fight. Nope. That's mm. all you got to do. Hate them. Go on. Oh, but you you're must allowed to put somebody. your
3: seat back. You're allowed to put your seat back in the plane. Well, when not I'm not, not violent. Not when no. you're about
2: to eat your dinner. Oh
3: no, no, no! You're not supposed to do it with dinner. At night time, when yeah. you're trying to get some. But food. given that we've served food about every two hours,
1: that's right. <laughs> now I <laughs> have always, I have always, and I can say this in all truth, I have always looked behind me yeah. on the plane, looked behind me, to see if it's safe to put push the chair back. Is a nice back looking at, man or, or not? Off. Sometimes. That's what you mean. And, and and I've spoken and said you know, you mind, I'm just going to move my chair back, and they've always yeah. said, "Go on, love, go ahead, oh, love. Go on, your darling. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I I immediately become love, not madam. Oh, you know that yes. I'm. It's okay, love. We're fine. <laughs> but give the warning. But look back first, That's right. in case you, you got someone you've got who's fair worn, who's just taken mind. out their teeth to put in a glass of water or something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I shouldn't, two talk, the about week. I shouldn't oh. talk about teeth. I shouldn't talk about teeth. Did we got
3: through have the week. Be, well it would have to be and I can't remember exactly what he tweeted.
2: Um. <clears throat> oh Donald Trump. Well do we care? It should be a Donald well, Trump free zone.
3: I know. Well, well all right, after this anyway. morning yeah. we'll we'll have a Donald <laughs> Trump free zone. But he's tweeted about some woman journalist uh,
1: Again, yeah.
3: Again. Um but really nasty, nasty mm. and about her facelifts
1: and Well, and, I complained to Twitter about it.
3: Oh, did you see yeah. the Twitter? Yes, tweet. Yeah, what did it exactly say? Can you remember?
1: Oh, the, the, yeah. He said, "Oh, I'm not going to watch the man's name. Yeah, not that it, I do anyway." And then that was followed up, or the woman, or the woman with him who was uh, obviously who was bleeding badly, and the next the one wasn't. I'm not watching that yet. Yeah. But I, as soon as I saw the bleeding badge, I thought, here we go again, Trump. Yeah. You can't stand women who menstruate or women or anything about it. He doesn't like about, women at all. doesn't like women at all, but he's got <coughs> a real He only problem. likes them
3: in a certain
2: position
1: betty has got a real problem with. That's um, why
2: his wife won't hold hands no. with him.
1: And I, um, no, but I no, but I complained because you see, yeah. you can't talk like oh, that no, on no, Twitter. No, no. That's against the rules of Twitter. Plus, I'd seen that a woman in USA had complained. Good, she'd oh. said a complaint had, and if you get enough complaints, they have to suspend the accounts. Yeah. You, you can't oh. be vile. And then to what's people. he
3: going to do? Because he won't be able to make policy. It's really oh, look, look. He'll I mean, be, what are they going to do then? Look, have,
1: he'll be just like the rest of us <laughs> on Twitter. He'll just open another account, like we all do.
3: Yeah. <coughs> yeah, they're in trouble. I mean, so he's he gets the tool of the week. definitely got a mental issue. He's a uh, tool of the week. Uh, well, I mean, <coughs> uh, there would be probably a couple here. Well, Christopher Payne. Payne. Uh, you
1: mean the factional warlord of yeah, the left? Yes.
3: Could be. yeah, for the left. <coughs> I always love how people are designated as left. It's hilarious, really. Uh, Is he
1: the one that
2: uh, called uh, Bill Shorten a C-U-N-T in Parliament? Yes. Oh, ah,
3: yes. same bloke. It's oh. for <laughs> uh, And he's been doing, you know, some good work about uh, gay marriage or, or LBGTI. Well, he knows what's on the cards. Uh, in a, yes, and got uh, verbaled about it, but... Uh, yeah, he's not the worst. Well, he annoys the hell out of me, but he's certainly not the worst of them. And, and you know, it he just it just shows though how much the far right have got hold of, of uh, Turnbull by his short and curlies. Mm. Uh, and they're the totally Saladas,
1: was it? Thank Craps. you, thank yeah, you, Salada crackers.
2: Man. <laughs> oh, <Salata> crackers.
3: <laughs> yes. No, but uh, Christopher
1: Payne. Um, all he can see the writing on the wall. He knows what's coming. For God's sake, was it? Over, it's three quarters of Australian support in marriage equality. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You know, and he knows this is coming, and he's, he's any sort of disassociating, disassociating himself from the incredible, the rabid foam at the mouth, right? Right. Yes, like yes. that, uh, Scott Morrison, and people...
3: And- yeah, there are others who are probably yeah, even just about worse. What's but it? he's. forgetting their names because I have
1: disliked them so much. Yeah, but Pang its just saying that he's just an ordinary right winger who doesn't give a shit about anyone else. But mm. he's not a Nazi.
2: No, he's not. No. Close to. It's good to we see. You can't
1: say close to. Can't you? No, Why? he 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 might take Umbridge. Well, we don't know how close. He
2: might take, <laughs> he might take Umbridge, Mighty. Yeah, he's supposed to, to call Bill Short the Cunt in yeah, Parliament. Right. He might he might take
1: Umbridge, Mighty. <laughs> he can say that in Parliament. You can get up That's what I want. That's not what be a like. parliamentarian that's a problem
3: for. about Parliament. I'd love to get in there for a week and, and say a, a few t- things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, but Joan the, Coxage, good on you, Joan. By the way, Joan, I never forget the first, your first days, your first weeks in Parliament and saying and demanding a toilet for women. Because there wasn't a women's Jane, toilet. didn't they? No. They were well, just why wouldn't they? Why would they have a women's toilet in Parliament?
2: Well, because there are the
1: staff in Parliament. Well, they, they have, have staff, staff toilets, toilets down the bottom, down, down, well, down, that's down that's the corridor. You don't
3: think that the parliamentarians use the staff toilets that's like the tea enough, lady or something. They're okay. down
1: the end. And also for the fact that she brought in those stick bombs, those stink bombs. Oh, yeah, you know, did you? And she? dropped them because she okay, had so. a problem with them saying the Lord's Prayer. Oh, Yes. Good on you, Joan, yes. I've never forgotten it Joan Actually, Dukesich. the next
3: federal election, if you want to get me into the Senate or something Oh, we I'll, will uh, I'll definitely, call course Now, you
2: put discussion. your hat in the ring before and we promoted you on this uh, radio program, uh, same as we promoted you to be the uh, next president of the Collingwood Football Club. But she <laughs> cleverly
1: changed her mind and said, no, she wouldn't have a bar uh, of Collingwood well, Football Club. Yeah, and she also found art.
2: out the other people who, whom she was going to stand no, in but, Parliament for but, weren't the people they were pretending uh, yes. to be.
1: Yes. You should have. Yes, that's a shame. I know. Yes. Yeah, I know. I, I was prepared to do a lot for those people. Yeah. It turned out not to be what they were pretending to be.
2: Yes. Anyway, you've had yeah. your chance, Irene. You, oh, you're, no. going, you're going to be stuck oh. here on uh, 3CR oh, no. every Friday morning for the rest <laughs> of your life.
1: <laughs> she can still be in Parliament and come in here every yeah, Friday morning. It's only worst. up the
2: road, isn't it? Yeah. It's only around the corner. Well, you, you want, want to go for state. Yeah. State. Oh, yeah. oh what? You want to go federal, do you? No, Senate, oh, I reckon. Senate. Senate. The Senate. Yeah. Oh, geez,
3: well, look I could, I could be a power broker. Oh, good. <laughs> oh,
1: <I> <laughs> No, no. Who's I, that mad? You know that madman, that flat Earth madman, uh, with the wild blue Roberts. eyes. He's on some, Oh, Robert Malcolm his, Roberts. Seventy-seven votes got him in. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah
3: but he got lots of. Well, he got on coattails. I but don't know what coattails I get on because I can't don't think of anybody coat-tails. that I
1: would.
2: But so did Line John. Uh, also, yeah. he only got about uh, 56 votes and he now holds the balance eyes. of
1: power. Good. Well, it should be Irene. Yeah, as a right. power I'd like to okay. I'd be good with the not these, Yes, you would be n- yeah. n- not these rabid dogs. Right. I'm nothing against dogs. No. But rabid dogs, we have to be aware of them. We'll
2: have to start a campaign. We're starting Irene now. Bolger for the Senate. Yes. And as we've well, said you said
3: bef- I was going to run last time. Yeah. That's a, because know. it would have been, you needed less votes to get in, but it's a sort of... Didn't quite take off. Mm. Uh, I attached myself to a party that started in New South Wales mm. as a break-off from Labour, but they tended to be a little bit too <coughs> boyish. Yeah, well, shall I say that? I'm being nice. Yeah, of course nice. you can. Well, when well you- I'll go along with that. <laughs> yeah. Look, I,
1: I know the party you mean. Mm. I had a lot of... Yeah, I was doing things <coughs> for them. when you decide- I was thinking of you, you yeah. Yes, but
3: yeah. then... I had to. I pulled out of that. Yeah.
2: When you decide to run, yes, we'll get the t-shirts printed. Yes. We won't get the t-shirts printed where Pauline Hanson from One Nation gets her uh, t-shirts printed. <laughs> oh yeah, but she,
1: she, she, she she gets them in Queensland. No, surely. she gets
2: them from Bangladesh.
1: No, 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 she oh. couldn't. bag She man. got she's,
2: them from Bangladesh. She,
1: she's all about you've got to buy Australian. Be Australian, one. <laughs> do those things. I've
2: seen one in person. Have you? Got Bangladesh dish really? on the back of it. Wow! They didn't yeah. even cut off the labels. I'm Bloody shocked. Madfils. I'm
3: shocked that she's a hypocrite.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll get our we'll get ours printed up. Yeah. Uh, vote one, Bulger's soldiers. How's that?
3: That would be good.
2: Bolger's soldiers. Good. You're on yeah. the way. You're on your yeah, way to the, the way. Senate
3: now. Oh, good.
2: Yeah,
1: because did you where where were you living in nineteen?
3: What where was it that Howard one? I ran for the I ran against oh. when Martin Martin Ferguson. I
1: was where I'm living now. I was just down the road, and you were yeah. up there in in, in Northcote. Yeah, I remember your office was. I just had an up office in, in Sydney Street. Road. Sydney Road was it? Mm.
3: I had an office in Sydney Road. I ran
2: for Northcote also. I got more than um, no, sixty-seven ran for votes. All I right. got.
1: I I ran for Northcote too, and I got 8%, remember? I got
2: more votes than the
3: Greens. I got the third most votes.
2: There you go. Well, look, when you get into the Senate, maybe you can do what the uh, Fair Work Australia is doing at the moment, and that's start an investigation into two companies called Deliveroo, and oh, yes. Now you, these are the young blokes who you, you see on bicycles with oh, the big okay. backpacks bringing, on their back, yeah. uh, bringing food. And yeah, around, a
3: lot of that's around where I live. Yeah, yeah. and
2: they're being paid something like five dollars an hour. They're the allegations that are made, uh-huh. and uh, Josh Bernstein from um, uh, Morris Blackburn, who's also made the same allegations, that they're being investigated, and he suggests. That the way that Deliveroo and Fooderoo run their business, um, that the that these people are being underpaid, um, and they're being uh, fiercely exploited. So let's hope the Fair Work Australia uh, can do a a job on these. There used to be the unions that used to do this yes. sort of thing following uh, them. Up,
3: yes, I know, but, but they cut the unions quiet, out of it. They?
1: Well, they cut well, the unions They're not out in of the it. union, these poor buckers. No, no. Uh, no
2: hang on, yeah. last Saturday. Last Saturday, a group of them went on strike. Oh, yes. How's that? Now, that's where from little things, big things grow. And Mm. uh, when Deliveroo Mm. and fooderoo, in my expectation, um, are prosecuted for uh, not carrying out their employment practices properly, uh, it'll be a
3: fine day. But do you know that wages, though, are at their very lowest than just about they've ever been? in terms of percentage and in terms of... Well,
1: it's 1950s. Yeah. What, I for Australian workers? Yeah. yeah.
3: They or, haven't had a proper wage rise for
1: 58 or something. Yeah. But, the, but, just, but the standards of the wage compared to whatever it is... Look, I'm sorry, I should but have read it more carefully. Yeah. It's the same as
3: 1958. Yeah, They're Because but, they, they, they haven't had a pay rise for... I know well, nurses haven't
2: had a pay rise for years. Well, what's the ACTU doing? No, I you, know that the, the, the Trade Hall Council... Uh, doing things, and especially uh, on the on the young people's front, um, but mm, what are yeah. the ACTUs doing now? You, you and you, both of you were probably a fan of Sally McManus when she was first appointed yes. to the ACTU, and she, she suggested that um, people um, trade unionists uh, should be free at some times to break the law. Yes, yeah. and didn't she get the tribe kicked out of her for that yeah. now? I had uh, and I'm not being, not dropping names here. You I sure had are. uh dinner with uh Jud Kearney, oh, no, Kearney uh, last Saturday nurse. night. Oh did you? Yes I did. Oh, okay. Um well, she got a small circle of friends. Um <laughs> and I suggested to her, well, you know, the campaign kicked off. Um, you know, people saying in this Milton woman um, yeah, Sally happened? McManus, Well, what's happening? Do you Get really out know there. What's happened? Well, it's not about having your photograph taken no, I'll for tell social you what's media.
3: Happened. I'll tell you what's happening because she says that she takes advice from Bill Kelty.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> so
3: oh. that's what's happening. I'll tell you why. Well, she did because oh. uh, she's a Facebook friend.
1: Well, look,
2: good luck
3: to and, her. Uh, she's all I my say
1: Facebook is, friend too. Yes. And uh, yes. yes, and I just recently, you know, you know how Facebook throws up these little things with this, yeah. happy anniversary you and Salit oh, yeah. ha- yes. have, have um, been friends for six years.
2: Oh, right.
1: So before she said, you have every right yes. to break the law, it was a bastard of a law. It's part of our, West. well, she didn't go into it, what she meant. Well, and it is, it's part of our heritage, our yes. uh, Western heritage. Absolutely. Yes.
3: But, um, no, the problem is that she did say when she was, Writing something uh, that it was Bill Kelty. She took advice. I, mean, I don't know whether it was. Hawk is Bill or still Kelty. alive?
1: Yes. And he's still around. Of course he is. He'd he's be on still- a
3: nice little sinecure. Remember when he went around uh, Australia with uh, Lindsay Fox?
1: Yes. Allegedly
3: finding jobs. <laughs> Allegedly
2: <laughs> finding jobs.
3: Yeah. Uh, but no, I have no. I'm sorry, everybody, but I have no time for Bill Kelty. Mm. I'd love I can to, tell you about
1: <coughs> Lindsay Fox, but I won't. Oh, no, and don't, don't tell us. Now. I don't want to know about him.
2: Don't tell us uh, about uh, out in the kitchen. But
3: Bill Kelty did, did us in the neck in the nurses' strike, so I've never forgiven him for that.
2: All right. And I wouldn't either. No. What I'm uh, concerned about with uh, Sally McManus is that she she came from a public sector union yep. that has a lot of women uh, yep. as members. Those women are subject to uh, domestic violence on a daily basis like yes. a lot of other women. Yes. Are. And she's the greatest fan of UFC. Um, now, UFC... No, it.
1: no, that's yeah. not Sally. Yeah. That's Jed.
2: No, 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 no. No. She threatened to sue me because of it, because I put it on social media, told oh, me really? to back off. Um, so anyway, oh. that's not...
3: Well, now you're, you're making a public announcement. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now, well, she can't sue you for that. What's, if no, no member- she
1: can't sue 3CR <coughs> for that, but no. she could have a go at the old bag man. Oh, you know Oh, she could say, That'd oh, the bagman's like a bastard.
2: Water off a duck's I back. Water off a duck's back, and uh, uh, we've got to be careful about by talking UFC, about things. Yeah,
3: I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'll send you, uh, I'll send you the link. Uh, yes. <coughs> we won't be talking about the Catholic Church. We no, think we no
1: I've forbidden we that. Won't. That's right. We won't. Thank you.
2: Um, <laughs> no, we won't. I just remind you <laughs> yes. that back in the nineties, you said something about the Catholic Church, yes. and they sued us for half a million yes. dollars. So we won't. So be we saying a word about the Catholic Church, Church anymore. I could Nothing. have
3: sued um, back in the, during the nurses' strike days. Uh, what's his name, um, Santa Maria? And this oh. little newspaper defamed pretty much defamed me, but uh, I the news
2: Newsweekly, News he wrote yeah.
3: a terrible article about it's me. I just Marxism. thought it was very <laughs> amusing.
2: <laughs> I, I, I actually had a photograph in that newspaper of me holding a stick of dynamite when I was <laughs> <laughs> when I was with the New People's Army uh, in the Philippines. In the Philippines, And they yes. printed it. Oh, excellent. I didn't throw it. Excellent. I just held
1: a stick of dynamite. Or was it a real one?
2: What's a real one? I was in a mining town. I, yeah. I'm oh, well. not going any further. Well,
3: well they used dynamite did you in go mines. Up to no, z, uh, no. Z, uh, Went up to Baggio. Did
1: you? Yeah. But he, they he, use that in in mines, don't they? Dynamite. Yeah, to blow up. So bio, you bio. Were, no, Don't look yeah. so concerned. It but you New People's
2: Army yeah. used dynamite to do other things Yeah, but
1: you're a member of the New People's Army. I'm not now. No, I. And you weren't. You're an Australian.
2: I quit. Yeah, I resigned my membership.
1: <laughs> you could I actually had... was escorted
3: by the NP- nice people around nice people to go around. down. Yes, to go and visit uh, one of the islands and uh, and see how terrible the hospitals were down there. It was mm. horrible.
2: I was in Mindanao, which is uh, almost well, uh, an Islamic state. That,
3: yeah, I wouldn't go there because mm. it was too dangerous. Zamboanga. Too scared. Yep. But uh, yeah. You're a scaredy but cat. You want to run for the Senate? Yeah, I was a scaredy cat. <laughs>
2: Uh, look, just a bit of uh, a bit of uh, reflection. Uh, the Greenfield Towers in London, which caught a, caught a light, uh, um, killing so many people. They oh, still ghastly. still unable to count uh, to count no. the, the amount of people. People should be reminded, and developers and builders and the Victorian Building Association mm. ought to be aware that this cutting that was on the Grenfell Tower, is on so many towers here, there's already been an instance of the La Crosse building catching fire. Um, So watch out. Developers, builders, the VBA, the CFMEU warned you about this a number of years ago. Mm. You took no notice of those thugs um, that you like to call them. Um, but they were w- uh, warning you about that many many years ago about this combustible um uh, cladding on yeah. the buildings but the problem and, is, and it'll happen here
3: it'll and happen
1: the cross building but is only new yeah
2: well yeah, yeah.
3: Mm. but the problem is that they don't have proper i mean the laws are so weak now in terms of inspections and and
2: uh, yes that's right it's all been how, privatized how this
3: all gets, it's all yeah and so that that's right so you don't have any Government-appointed officials going. No, because the strict sure
1: laws to make sure no union member crosses yeah, the right. into a so building site yeah. and Open says slatter. stop work or someone's just yeah. died.
2: You used to have building inspectors that were employed by the state yeah. or, or federal. Now they now they don't. What do you have is private, yeah. What you have is building inspectors who are employed by the developers. Yes. Now and, that's and criminal.
3: How actually? How you could just have one set of stairs in a building like that is just beyond me. I just can't understand
2: that. Well, it's the, the, just the tower in London, there was no that's sprinklers. What that's oh, what you're so talking of about. One, one set, set, of set of stairs. stairs. In that
3: whole great big building. Mm. And so that filled up very quickly with smoke and there was no way for them to get out. Mm. Uh, so well, it, it's, it's just trapped. It's, I've ahead, been yeah? having
1: nightmares since... Yeah. And I'm here in Melbourne, Australia... Yeah. and I'm having nightmares about the poor people. in Well, this. the VBA,
2: oh. the builders and developers ought to be aware and Richard Wynne, the Minister for oh, the Building and the Housing day. and whatever, oh. ought to be well aware yeah. that uh, if these buildings catch fire, you've been warned... Well in advance, Richard Do is something my local member. It. I rang his oh, office he? the other day. I've
1: it twice. Did he speak to you? Well, I think no, he's mine. Too, isn't then? It, isn't I, he? I bet
2: you he'll speak to you if he knows you're running for the Senate and that three CR is backing you yeah. all the way.
3: Well, I, no, I'm running him for a couple of reasons because they're building more and more and more units over near around where I your am way, in and I'm yeah. scared about some trees on the banks of the river. Um yeah. and uh I also rang about trying to get an injection injecting room in oh, good. in uh, uh, Richmond. Good. Uh-huh. North Richmond, right near Victoria Street.
2: Those numbers and are growing daily about they are, people who uh, want,
3: it's terrible. Yeah. It's just awful down there. I and, drove down there
2: the other day and yeah. the, the and poor wretches. Well, I didn't know whether you were home. I've been trying to ring you for a week, um, but you don't have a mobile phone, you tell me. Well, you better get one if you're going to run for the Senate. Yeah, sure. About uh, the Greens. Yeah, sure.
3: Uh, I've got a lot to say this morning because I haven't been here. She doesn't like them. No excuse. I don't like them either. I don't like what they're doing to um, uh, what's her name in Sydney? Leary Annan. Leary Annan. And I, I do. Give Adam Bant some points mm-hmm. for standing up and saying she shouldn't be excluded. How they can exclude her from the important meetings, I'll never know. But uh, she's about the only good conscience that they've got, and uh, they just want to do deals all the time and make themselves. They're a bit like the well, that's what Democrats. They are.
1: That's what they. I said that they're when the they first started. Yeah, I said Australian Democrats, and they're not left. People, and I know the they're Australian not Democrats
3: through and Never have been, never will be. I like
2: Adam Band though. He I came, like Adam Bandt. He came to the CFMU in 2003 and said that uh, he was going to be running uh, for the Greens, and the CFMU backed him, yep. um, and he won... Uh, so did the So good on him. So yeah,
3: no, he used to be a part of a left yeah. left party that my son belonged to, but he's... No, I like him. He's He's got... Party's probably with the
2: wrong but,
1: people. But we know <laughs> what the party is.
2: <laughs> anyway, it's 9.59. Chris oh, gosh, uh, walked and into the studio. Oh, we're
1: well over time. Be oh, uh,
2: let's mind. go out in the same old yeah. way then. Why not? Dare to struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight. You lose. Good morning from left after breakfast.
1: You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.